Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. Democracy America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is August 4th, 2023. Uh, this is the third episode of Let's Talk About America in video format. If you haven't already, please go back, listen to all the 25 audio episodes. Get caught up. Watch them all like 10 times each. Please, if you can, like, subscribe, comment, all that nonsense. Uh, I think if you're already watching it, you know the rules of YouTube. Do all that shit. It helps me. Helps me be able to make a few more of these videos. Uh... So I think if anybody watched the last episode, it was basically me being frustrated about aliens. And that's pretty much been my day-to-day routine for the past week is be frustrated about aliens. So I haven't really been focused on much else. Um, So I thought today, instead of trying to talk about anything that's actually going on in the world... What I'd do is I'd regale you in a tale of uh, city woe. I'll tell you a story about something that I've encountered, something that I've witnessed in this lovely city here in the Netherlands, The Hague, Den Haag, Scravenhaag, all those fancy words for it. The thing is, most... uh, You know, most most cities have have those characters in them you know those wily those wily people that run the streets and nobody really knows their names but everybody recognizes their face um every city has them every neighborhood probably has one or two you know most of the time they're people of the streets if you will hobos homeless uh most of them are crackheads addicted to drugs a lot of them. That's why they, you know, they roam the shadows. They roam the city streets. But growing up, I grew, like I said, I grew up in a very small town in Tennessee. Uh, we didn't really have like street people. You know, we had we had a couple. Of, like you had that crazy dude to be riding a bicycle around town. Didn't everybody kind of? Uh, what happened to him? We did have one guy. I do remember one dude. His name was Tree Frog. The most inbred some bitch you ever seen in your whole life like he looked like a tree frog he had big old big old tree frog finger hands uh big old bubbly eyes and everybody knew he was inbred like his dad was his brother or his like his dad was his grandpa something like that i don't know but he was dealt a bad hand so he came out looking like a tree frog and hence the name tree frog but anyway we had people like that but we didn't have street people we didn't have city people city city walkers so here in the hague the hague is a very 
big city, I guess, uh, in general. It's more than half a million people. So it's, it's not the biggest city, but it's, it's big by most people's standards. Um, there's a few of these people, a few of these uh, characters that everybody recognizes. Right? That everybody knows. I don't think anybody really knows them. Nobody really knows them by name. So we all just, I call them different, like a couple off the top of my head. You got uh, the old whistle me dandy dude. So that's one guy. He's just this old man. Got to be like 80 years old, long beard. And he just rides around on his bicycle whistling dandies. Now, this man is can whistle a tune on point. Like, and he, it carries. You can hear him coming from halfway down a city block. His tune carries. Uh, it, it constantly sounds like you're you're inside of a an auditorium listening to an orchestra when this man starts whistling. It's magnificent. Okay, uh, so we got him. <clears throat> Who else we got? There's a couple of these uh, gypsies that run around with their with their little slave dogs, you know, asking for money and whatnot. So we, we kind of all, we got, we got names for each one of those. We got the accordion lady. So like she's an old gypsy lady who sits under the bridge, just plays accordion all the time. Uh, usually, you know, I kind of treat her like the, the, the bridge troll. So like every time we go through, I toss her a coin or something or like a little candy or, you know, whatever I have, whatever trinket I might have in my pocket. But the story I will tell you today is about a man that I have monikered the Vocalmeister. Now, the Vocalmeister, uh, in, in English, that would mean the, the Birdmaster. Okay, so the Birdmaster is a man who, a black gentleman with long, long dreadlocks. Uh, I think word on the street was he, he, he comes from the from the the Carib, the Caribbean, he's a, he's an island man, if you will. I don't know from what island. Uh, could be many of them, probably a Dutch one. Um, but that that that's just the rumor. I don't know. He could be from anywhere. He could be from Tennessee as well. I have no idea. But the bird, I'm going to say Birdmaster because Vocalmeister is not you know smooth on the throat. So I'm going to say the Birdmaster. So the Birdmaster. His whole stick is this man can summon the souls and spirits of the sky. He can rain havoc down on any of his enemies through the magical use of birds. He he wields an avian power. If you and not just not just pigeons. Like this guy, he he can control seagulls. He can control. I've seen. I've seen him fuck around with the black arts, with the with crows and the ravens. Uh, but a lot of pigeons. Yeah, he can do pigeons, doves. I've seen doves. I've seen half pigeon, half doves. Um, they could just be al- albino pigeons. I don't know. I don't know. I'm again not a doctor. I don't know how that works. But anyway, he just he he has a he has a power with the birds. Now, usually, that's. I think every city has a has a bird man, a bird a bird person, bird lady. But this man, he, I think he sets himself different. Where he actually, I truly believe that he has a magical ability. Okay, he has a magical. He can intuit what these creatures are thinking. 
I feel like at night, under under the third full moon of the year, this man might grow wings himself and might actually become a bird for a day or two. And now why I know that it's not just, uh, he's not just feeding these birds, you know, he doesn't just take care of them. This man is some sort of sorcerer, some sort of bird sorcerer, is because one night a few years ago, <clears throat> I had uh, been on the back end of Coke binge, been having a little too much fun over the weekend, you know, drinking a lot, snorting a lot, partying a lot, dancing a little. Uh, so I was coming home, I think it was probably like a Tuesday morning. I was coming home, well, Tuesday morning, but like two in the morning. I was walking home because at that hour of the night, you know, there's no, there's, there's no taxis, there's no trams, there's no nothing. So you got to either bicycle or walk. I chose to walk. I don't trust myself on two wheels. So I was walking home and I get next to this little park right in the center. Now, this park is, uh, it's not really a park. It's more like just a, a big paved area. There's a basketball court or two. I don't know. A little playground. Not really a park, though. Um, but yeah, so I'm walking by. And I look over. And who do I see? Oh, you, it was hard to see him because, I mean, he is a dark man and it was a dark night. But I saw him in his dark clothes with his dark skin standing in the middle of this concreted area, this paved area, surrounded by birds. Now, hold on. I'm not talking just a... A collection of birds I'm talking this dude was in a small a small circle around him with some crows in a perfect circle only crows right outside them in a larger circle was pigeons were pigeons in a perfect circle only pigeons no crows in this in the in this second circle just a circle of pigeons and then right outside that big old circle on the outer ring of seagulls perfect again perfect circle only seagulls no pigeons no crows all in their own circle separated listening paying all the attention to the bird master and i kid you not now again remember i was probably a little coked up probably still drunk but i know for a fact that i heard that man whistling and chirping speaking the birds this man was speaking the bird language of the birds all right now he was talking to these birds he was calling he was crowing tweeting whatever pigeons i don't even know what pigeons do but he was talking to them in their language not in ours in theirs not in any human tongue i've ever witnessed and at that moment i was i was terrified i was frozen in my tracks stunned could not move stopped walking to take to take all this in to see it uh i was standing there maybe i don't know 30 seconds felt like felt like eternity felt like i was just frozen in a in a perpetual state of fear for longer than i could grasp longer than time would allow me to understand but after i think 30 seconds half a minute 45 seconds whatever again not a doctor i don't i'm not good with the measurements he notices me. Well, I don't know if he noticed me. I think one of the birds probably noticed me and then told on me, informed on me. So, but anyway, he notices me. He turns, snaps his head over, looks at me. 
this man's eyeballs were glowing green, glowing green in the night. He sees me. Now, in this in this park, there is a um, a thing that I, I call the hobo toilet, or we call the hobo toilet. Me and the people in my circle, we call it the hobo toilet. It's just a big sort of outdoor uh, toilet, like a city toilet thing. You press the button, go in. But problem is, some hobos like to take it over, so it doesn't really get used as a toilet very often. It's just basically a place where hobos put their shit and... Uh, they do shit and fuck and everything in there. Whatever. But it's a hobo toilet. So I, 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 I run. That's my only salvation at this hour of the night. I run to the hobo toilet and pressing the button. Because the guy is walking toward me with his glowing green eyes and a fucking army of seagulls and pigeons and crows just walking with him in unison. So I'm freaked out, right? So I'm running. Press the button. He's getting closer. It's like Michael Myers fucking running at me with his army of birds. Finally, the door opens, and it's just, oh, it's awful. It's filled with fucking bottles of piss and piles of shit and boxes of shit everywhere. But I go in, shut the door, lock the door. Now, I'm in there, and I feel safe for a moment. I feel safe. Uh, But I can hear outside. I can hear some scratching on on the outer wall. I can hear uh, like a little pitter-pat of crow's feet, you know, tap dancing around. And I can hear this dude whistling and whistling and fucking tweeting in bird language. Something, some mystical charm that he's trying to put on me. A curse or something. I don't know. But I can hear it. And it's freaking me out. And, I, of course, I can't breathe because it's this little tiny hot metal box is just filled with shit and piss and the sex fluids of hobos galore so i can't breathe i'm just choking on nasty shit and outside i'm getting cursed by the birds but then i realize oh shit uh after 15 minutes the timer on this thing goes off and the door is going to open so i know my time my time is is counted all right i know i know that my fate right now is 13 and a half minutes away from me so I'm waiting. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do when this door opens. What am I gonna do? Am I just gonna book it? Am I gonna kick him? Am I gonna try to fight the crow master, the bird master? What am I gonna do? We get down to like five minutes or so. I don't know, a couple minutes left. I'm, I'm still stressing. I'm freaking out. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Silence. Okay. Outside silence. Can't cannot hear the pitter patter of the birds anymore. Cannot hear the the bird master and his and his and his his forces of darkness. Can't hear anything. So I slowly I open the door a little bit. I peek out. All clear. Everything's gone. All clear. Look around. Nobody in sight. Bird master's gone. Not a bird in sight, if you will. So I start walking. Start heading back on on my route, on my route home. I get home. Okay, so cool, cool beans. You know, very anticlimactic into that night. So I get home, I go to sleep, wake up the next morning, I start thinking, did, did I dream that? Did I nightmare that? What's, what was that? Was it, was my head invaded by the, you know, just the drugs and the alcohol? I, I have no idea. But I let it go. So a day or two goes by, I'm back on my normal routine. You know, I'm going to work, get off work, go home, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Until one day, <clears throat> I think it was my next day off, so a few days later, 
uh, I'm walking through the town. I'm walking through town, and I notice up on, up, way up high, up on a ledge, is a row of seagulls. Okay, just a row of seagulls. Now, this should not come as a surprise to anyone that lives near the sea. There's seagulls everywhere, and they like to sit up high, perch themselves lofty atop of a building somewhere, and keep an eye on things. Always looking for some trash or a piece of fish or something. Okay, not out of the realm of normality. But I'm, I get the birds back in my head. Okay, the the curse of the bird master comes just striking me down with fear in the middle of the day. I start freaking out. Okay, these seagulls are after me and me alone. They're looking for me. So I keep going. I speed up a little bit. I walk a little faster. I notice that the crows are just uh, eyeballing me as I'm walking around. You know, they they're looking like that. They're looking like that. So I'm starting to get a little stressed about the crows and the pigeons. The pigeons are everywhere, okay? If, you, if you're in a big city, you know pigeons roam the streets willy-nilly. They don't give a fuck about nobody. But I started noticing that the pigeons, you know, they're looking at me kind of funny. Every time I walk past or I get right across the street, the pigeon, he, a pigeon just out of nowhere, he wants to buck up. He wants, and I'm not talking sweet little pigeon pies, okay? I'm talking like city pigeons. Half of them don't got feet. You know, their wings all fucked up, missing feathers. Some of them got one eye. These are mean pigeons. If you walk down a dark alleyway in the middle of the night, which I'll get to in a moment, and you saw a pigeon like this, you'd turn around. You'd walk around. You know, that pigeon probably come at you with a, with a blade or something. Anyway, this is broad daylight. This is broad daylight. The sun's shining. I'm on my day off. I should be walking around whistling my dandy. But... I start stressing. I start freaking out. So I spend the whole day thinking, legitimately believing that I'm walking around being followed by seagulls, crows, and pigeons, and I'm cursed by the bird man. Okay? At some point, you know, I, I, had, I, had, to, I had to get a buzz. I had to, I had to, kill, the, I had to kill the charm. I had to kill the curse. So I started drinking. I thought if I got drunk enough, you know, I'd be more, I'd drink the curse away, and, and the birds would know it. They'd be able to feel it. They'd leave me the fuck alone. Boy, was I wrong. So I went out that night. was hanging out with some friends, some ladies. Had a lot to drink. Okay? A lot to drink. The only thing that that did was it made me get aggressive toward the birds. So I spent the whole night walking around with a group of people. Fighting birds. Like throwing shit at pigeons. Like trying to choke out crows and legitimately fist fighting with seagulls and all these people are just like what in the hell is wrong with this dude why is he fighting the birds and what better yet they, i think they were actually thinking why are the birds fighting him what what has he done to the local bird population that they are so angry they didn't know about the curse they had no idea about the curse okay only i knew about the curse and only the birds knew about the curse and the bird master but he's nowhere to be found he's probably in the shadows in the shadows not hiding in the shadows he's in the shadows so i'm going out going around all night getting drunker and drunker trying to stay drunk enough to fight these fucking birds until finally one gets the best of me seagull swoops in hits me right in the side of the face now i i know i, I don't have any witnesses to it at the moment i have witnesses i know their names i, I it, it could I could substantiate these outlandish claims I'm about to make. I swear to God on all that is holy and all that is cursed by birds in the world. 
that two crows came down on the wings of a seagull. The seagull flying, whoo, like that, flying down, whoo, with a crow on each shoulder wing blade thing. Like two fucking missiles on a seagull's wingspan. And that seagull came down straight at my head. And he just sort of like, like a, like a bomber, like a jet fighter bomber, just dropped those crows right into my face. And they just started pecking at me. It's like that scene from fucking that one movie, The Crows. I'm just getting pecked by crows. I got attacked. And they beat me. They got me. They, they, I, I gave up at that point. Didn't want to deal with it no more. I gave up. So I ended up going home that night. <clears throat> My friends laughing their ass off. I think there might be a video somewhere of this. I think. I'm not going to swear to it, but I think there's a video. If there is, I'll try to find it one day. And I'll sell it to TMZ or some shit. But I got my ass beat by these crows. Meanwhile, the pigeons, you know, they're just standing around laughing, watching, probably putting it on Pigeon World Star Hip Hop or all that bullshit. So the next day I wake up and uh, oh, I'd, go, I'd, gone to, I'd gone home that night with a uh, lady friend who I knew. Uh, and I wake up the next morning and just beat to shit. I got bruises all over me. I got pecks and scratches and fucking feathers stuck in my ear. And I don't, I didn't remember anything at this point. I was just like, what happened to me last night? And she was like, you got into a fight with birds and they won. And you know, okay, I'm waking up. Yeah, bullshit. What happened? She was like, no, really? You, you got into a fight with, with many types of birds and they won. They beat you until you kind of started crying like a woman. Now, that was not a good way to wake up. I didn't want to wake up being told that by a lady that she had saw me get my ass beat by some birds. But I, I recalled the, the curse of the bird man, the bird master I recalled. So I knew I, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility. I, stranger things have happened to me in my, in my delirious states. So, I, okay, I accepted it. That was my fate. So a day or two later, I'm walking past that little park, and who do I see? Who do I see sitting on a bench, feeding the birds, the birdmaster? I swear to God, I kid you not, the guy looks over at me, smiles, winks, his eyes glowing green, and he starts laughing maniacally. Right, right in my face. Well, not right in my face, to my face, about... You know, five, ten meters away. So at this point, I know I know it's real. The curse is real. The curse of the birds is a legitimate curse that I'm afflicted with. I know it's real. So I, but I go on about my way. I'm thinking, okay, he had his fun. He, he put the jinx on me. Okay, I, I got the, the avian juju now. He's got me. He won. So I spend the next like month freaking out. Every time I see a bird, I'm, I'm cowering. Okay, every time a seagull swoops in, I won't even go to the beach at this point because the seagulls there, like those are fucking suicide bombers over there. They'll come at you. They don't care. They'll come through the glass just to get your French fries. But I start freaking out every time I see a bird. I'm just I'm, I'm shaking. I can't go outside anymore. I'm, I can't even look outside because I look outside and I see the birds sitting on the top of the building across the street. I, I know they're waiting on me to come out. 
So I spent like a month scared to death of these fucking birds. But every time I do go outside, I walk past that park. I see the bird master. He's sitting there, sweet as could be, with his crooked little smile. Never angry. Never angry. Just a, just, just, just a gentle, silent soul of the city. But me, I'm terrified. Inside, I don't let it show, obviously. Look at me. Big, strong man. No, I'm not going to walk the streets looking like a bitch. Looking like a bird's bitch. No. I keep a straight face. But inside, I'm crying. I'm terrified of every winged creature that I see. Okay? I'm, I'm starting to try to figure out ways I can go make a peace talk with the, with the rats of the city so they can get on my side. I'm trying to start a war against these fucking birds. But that, I spent the whole, the whole like month terrified of these birds. Now again, <clears throat> almost every day of that month, I was extremely drunk and probably coked up. So I'm not, it may just have been, you know, maybe a bit more of my brain being scared than my body or my soul, you know, I don't know. But finally, I think it was about, a, like I said, a month had gone by. I'm walking past the park, see the bird master sitting there feeding his birds. His minions, his fucking minions, evil fucking minions. So I walk up. I finally get the nerve. I walk up. I say, "Hey, man, what's up? You like we are we good? You, you still like what's going on? You fucking with these birds? Like they they fucking with me? What's what's the deal? Is you gonna lift the curse?" And he's just like, "What what you talking about, man? You know, and his his, his Caribbean accent. I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't do a Caribbean accent. If I tried to, I'd get called a racist." But he starts in in his Caribbean accent. He says, what you talking about, man? And I said, you put the curse on me, the curse of the birds. He said, I didn't put no curse on you. What are you talking about? I said, we'd, we'd, that night, remember that night I came by, I saw you. You was talking to the birds and then I, you chased me into the, the hobo toilet. Like what? You put a curse on me or something. He was like, I didn't put no curse on you. I was like, then why'd you chase me into the toilet? He was like, cause I had to shit, man. And you like, you was running to the toilet, but I had to shit and I was trying to get in there. And I was like, then where'd you go? Like when I got out, where'd you go? He was like, I went shit in the bushes and I left. I'm not going to stick around after I shit in the bushes. The police going to come get me. So I said, you didn't put a curse on me. He said, I didn't put no curse on you, dude. What the, how am I going to put a curse on you? I was like, I don't know. You talk to the birds and stuff. He was like, I don't talk to the birds. He's like, I just feed them. I pet them. They bring me stuff. I bring them stuff. I was like, so you really didn't put a curse on me? He said, I didn't put no curse on you, buddy. And I sat there for a minute with him. I talked to him. Everything was cool. And I was like, all right, so we're good. We're, we're peaceful. He was like, yeah, we're peaceful. But I can't speak for the birds. You're going to have to talk to them yourselves. And I swear to God, he pulled down his eyeglasses, his sunglasses. Pulled them down. Fucking glowing green eyes. He just smiled at me and walked away. I ain't had no problems with the birds since, though. Not a fucking single problem with these birds. But I know for a fact that magic is real. And if you're willing to accept magic into your life, you can see parts of the world that people would tell you cannot happen or will not happen, should not happen. But if you're open to it, you can experience some wild things in our reality. Now, I'm not saying you need cocaine and liquor to do it. It might help. But just keep your eyes and your heart and your mind and your soul open to all possibilities. And by God, magic might just touch you one day. Also, beware of the birds. Thank you for listening.
goodbye. Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.